Hey everyone, my name is Erin, and this is Leading Like Her, a podcast that takes my experiences and the experiences of other amazing leaders and help us all take our leadership game to the next level. Think of me as your business bestie, guiding us both through the ups and downs of managing people and developing into the strong female leaders I know we can be. You probably know what you should do, but don't always know how to make it happen. I'm here to help us take that next step together. I'm not competing against you. I'm rooting for us. So let's get started. Hey, everyone. It is another job skill episode. And this comes from yet more feedback that I have gotten from folks over on Instagram, as far as different content that they want to see on this podcast. So if there's a specific topic or issue or idea that you want me to cover, head over to my Instagram at leading like her and drop me a DM, share me a story, comment on one of my posts and let me know what type of skills or subjects or content that you want to see on my podcast. But I have gotten so many people asking me to talk about negotiating and what or how to get better at negotiating. And it's definitely a learned skill. It's something that I know I was not good at in my younger years. And it's something that I have learned over the course of my career that has really made, you know, even just normal communication with other people better and easier to do. Because once you learn that you have power and you have the ability to say no and you understand the worst possible thing that could happen out of a negotiation or even a conversation, you become a stronger person and a stronger leader, right? Because really all of these skills that come from negotiating translate across so many other skills in our professional lives. And so the first thing that I want to talk about when it comes to negotiating is understanding what the worst possible outcome would be. And whether you're negotiating for a salary raise or a contract with a competitor or a customer, understanding what the worst thing that could happen is going to set you up to understand what compromises and what hard limits you're going to have in that negotiation, right? So if you're negotiating for a job, right? If you got a job offer and they lowballed you on their salary and you're like, there is no way that I can accept this job for this salary, but I really want this job and it's something that's important to me, then that gives you the context in which you're going to start your negotiations, And in that situation, what the worst thing is that could happen is that they say, absolutely not. And we rescind your offer, right? That's not likely to happen. That's just the worst thing that could happen. Same thing if you're in a job where you're negotiating contracts. The worst thing that could happen is that you lose the contract and you lose money for the company and it doesn't look very good, right? That gives you then the context in which you're negotiating and what you're willing to bend on and what you're not willing to bend on, right? So I have prepared four things that I think are crucial when it comes to 
negotiating really anything, okay? And the first thing is to do your homework, okay? When you're negotiating for a contract or a salary or, you know, bargaining at the public market for a piece of fruit, right? Understand your facts and your data, okay? This is what the market says that this particular thing is worth or what the market says I am worth with this expertise. This is the location that I'm in. These are the conditions that I'm working in. Whatever it is, do your homework and make sure that you have as much facts and data possible to present your case. Because the other side of the negotiation table is absolutely going to do their homework as well, right? There's a reason that they are coming with whatever proposal that they're coming with based on their research and their internal conversations. So you need to present them with counter arguments and additional information and additional facts that they may not have available in order to make sure that your case is very strong. So first and foremost, do your homework. Okay. The second thing goes along with that, and that is remove as much emotion out of the negotiation as possible. Generally speaking, when you're negotiating with someone, it is not personal. There's no personal reason why they would say no to you or lowball your salary or, you know, not give you a contract. It's not personal. This is a business decision and there are reasons why they're making that business decision. It's not a personal attack on you. So getting upset or frustrated will only cloud your judgment and weaken your case when you get into those negotiations. So try and really sit back and think objectively. And when I said earlier, you know, think about what the worst outcome is, I would actually play that outcome out in your head to remove that stress and that anxiety and some of that emotion of that worst case scenario out, right? Live it out so that way you can let it go and you can come into the negotiation with a clear head, a clear mind, and as little emotion or negative energy as possible, right? So number one, do your homework. Number two, Remove as much emotion as you can. Number three, be prepared to walk away, right? Going back to facts and data, what are your deal breakers? What are things that if someone comes to the negotiation table that you're like, you know what? There is absolutely no way that I can accept this. You should know that ahead of time. So if you're negotiating, again, a salary, and you're expecting $100,000, and they're proposing $40,000, right, for the same job, and you present your facts and data, you need to think about and come to terms with what's the minimum salary that you are willing to accept? Is it $75,000? Is it fifty? Is it $100,000? Did you go in demanding exactly what you want? right? Those are things that you need to think about when you're going into negotiating your salary, which side piece of advice, if you're negotiating salary, you should absolutely go on the high end of the market for your salary, right? 
because there's always going to be negotiations. And so if you're going in at exactly what you want, that gives very little wiggle room and very little compromise to be able to come to an agreement, right? So be prepared with what are your deal breakers? What are you willing to compromise on? You know, one of the things that I always tell um, people that ask me as far as negotiating new jobs and new salaries is it's not always about the salary, right? There's a ton of benefits that you can negotiate. Everything is negotiable when it comes to a new job or a new salary, right? Vacation. One of the things that I tell everyone is to negotiate for an additional week of vacation. If they're offering two weeks of vacation, you come back and you say, you know what, what I think is fair is four weeks. And then you compromise on three. If they come back with three, you go out at five, right? Again, the worst thing they can say is no, this is our policy. And then you have a decision to make on whether or not that's acceptable for you. Same thing with contracts, with different contract negotiations. What price are you willing to pay for this particular good? And are you willing to compromise on that price? Are you willing to compromise on the quantity that you're willing to order at any given time? It really depends on your business and on what your leadership wants and what your budget is. And all of that information, again, rule number one, get all of those facts and data that you can before you get into those negotiations. Remove your emotion and then understand your limits. Be prepared to walk away. Know what you can compromise. Okay. Those are the three big ones. The last one is practice. Practice makes perfect right? You've got to put your rips in. You've got to make sure that you're getting put into situations where you're able to use that skill. And it can be uncomfortable and it can be awkward. And if you're a little bit more introverted or soft-spoken, it can be a really hard thing to put your foot down and say, no, I will not do that for this. But if you don't get put in those situations and you don't flex those negotiation muscles, it's only going to make things harder over time. And we're in an economy where everything is negotiable right now. And there are hundreds of thousands of people that are taking advantage of that. And if you're someone that is either not happy in their current role, or is at a point where they need to renegotiate a contract in their business because of things that are going on in the world, then I highly encourage you to put yourself in that room. Get yourself in that room, understand what it is that you want to get done and start negotiating. Because again, you're not going to get what you don't ask for, right? So ask for it. The What is the absolute worst thing that could happen? Play that out in your mind. So really simple tips and tricks for helping you negotiate. And it seems simple and it seems easy until you actually get in that room, right? And you're under that pressure and you have someone on the other side of that room that's trying to serve what's in their best interest. And ultimately what you're going to have to come up with is a compromise. And that can be really hard. So I hope that when you listen to this, that it gives you a little bit of strength and a little bit of confidence because these are easy, easy things, right? 
getting that information, getting that fact, those facts and data, it's all there. It's all available, either in your business, on the internet, you can find it and you can do it. And putting emotion to the side is really, really hard, especially when it's high stakes and it's a lot of money. And that, but that is the exact reason to put emotion to the side, right? So make sure that you're able to do that and you've played out enough scenarios in your head that you're able to think clearly and quickly and on your feet when you get in that room. And understanding what your make and break is and your deal breakers and where you can compromise is absolutely critical to walking in confidently. So I hope that this helped. I hope that the next time that you negotiate for a new salary or get that big contract for your business, that you share that with me because I would love to know your story. And I would love to know if even these last few minutes helped build your confidence a little bit. So go out there, kick some ass, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to Leading Like Her. If you liked this episode, leave me a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Or better yet, share this podcast with another amazing woman in your life and tag me in an Instagram story or drop a DM to at Leading Like Her so I can personally thank you or ask any questions you may have had on today's content. Remember, you've got this girl. I'll talk to you soon.